Good morning and welcome to another edition of Tech Niche Tips. I am your host, Joseph, and we got none other than Brother Trey on the line with me. What it do? What it do? What it do do? <laughs> good morning. Good morning, family. So thank you full for having you guys with us this morning, early on a Monday morning. And it's Thanksgiving week, y'all. It's Thanksgiving week. Good eat. Good eat and a lot to be thankful for. Uh, in fact, I got brother Scott in the building, Operation Tech Takeover. Peace and blessings to the family. Peace and blessings to you as well. And happy uh, Thanksgiving week to you and yours. Happy, happy Thanksgiving week, man. We, we are thankful for you. Who turning up this weekend on the food, on the food? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a question for the morning. Uh, I, to be honest with you, I have no idea what's going to happen in regards to that. Yeah. Um, we might be going to our in-laws and family, but uh, but yeah, yeah, it's going to be um, it's going to be a good one, no matter where we go. Yeah, that's uh, the same for me, man. I uh, actually, I think uh, I'm, I know for sure. How about this? I know for sure uh, the normal thing for me to do is to go ahead and get into all the foods that I can. So I got a lot of family. I got a lot of family. And normally we like, hey, I call it house hopping. All right. It's house uh, hopping. I'm just yeah. going gonna, gonna to be real. It's house hopping. I go from this family to this part of the family to this part of the family, getting plates along the way, uh, including the, the sweets. But, um, mm. yeah, you know, you got to strategically plan that out. And then I'm somewhere. Obviously, uh, normally the Cowboys play on that day as well. So I, I find a spot around that time to hang out at. Um, but it's all all in fun. Just trying to, you know, uh, get to all my family, show thanks and uh, eat good food. Uh, but I, I really I, I'm not sure. I need to make sure that's normally my plans. That's normally what I do. But obviously, you know, some things can change. That's so. true. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, and good morning, Mitch. Good morning, sir. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And I want to say this right now. We're thankful for y'all that have been rocking with us, that those that have been a part of the show uh, ever since we started having this idea. Uh, when we started having it on Instagram and things of that nature, and you guys have just been continuously rocking with us uh, as we moved it over to YouTube and LinkedIn. So I wanted to say a special thank you to y'all. Because of y'all, we could keep yes. this thing moving and grooving. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And with that being said, we have the question for the morning that we wanted us to throw out to you guys. But before we do that, go ahead, like, comment, and share if you are on LinkedIn. And if you are on YouTube, go ahead and like, comment. If you want to share, that's great as well. But also don't forget to subscribe to our, our channels. And if you want to call into the show, as you may know or see, if you're on YouTube, you can have that option to call into the show. Your screen, your face doesn't have, have to be shown or anything like that. But go ahead, feel free to call into the show and we can have a conversation about everything that we got going on. So with that being said, we got the question of the morning here for y'all. And Scott, I know you're driving, so you probably won't be able to answer this. But Mitch and others, you could definitely answer this question if you would like. And that is. Who is the most famous person you have met? And uh, mm. I'm going to let our brother Trey take this one <laughs> first. Oh, man, you you had you got one, man. I don't have I really haven't met like anything like crazy, crazy. Right. The, no, I guess the one that I, 
I was about to say the one that I can't the one that I can remember, right? I um I was younger, like maybe 12 or something like that. And me and the family, we were all sitting. First of all, th- does anybody do we have cracker barrels anywhere outside of Texas? I'm not even sure, but yeah, uh, I, I know. You know what? You told me, you told me yesterday, y'all. You think you might have some up there, but uh, anyways, I was at this restaurant, Cracker Barrel, with my family, getting the good old pancakes. Uh, they, I don't know, they mastered the art of pancake making. Okay, you know, you, you got that crispy edge around the pancakes. You already know you about to, you about to get into something good. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, I was met, uh, smashing down on those on those crispy pancakes, and um, I looked over, man, and I saw Kirk Franklin and his family sitting down eating as well. And um, I was like, "Yo, I think that's Kirk Franklin." And so I told my mom, "I'm like, yo, mama, is this is that who I think it is?" And then she was like, "Oh yeah, that's him, that's him." And I'm like, "Okay, uh, I need to get an autograph or something." I can't just let this opportunity pass. And this is before, you know, the autograph was the photo, right? <laughs> we know now, yeah. you know, now it's like, man, forget your autograph, man. What a photo or the um, video at. That's what I need. Um, yeah. But anyways, I went over and got an autograph on a napkin. Um, the napkin obviously is gone. Uh, been gone. Long gone. I was a kid. <laughs> what, what was I? What was I thinking? Yeah. Anyways, that was that was my. That. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the conversation real quickly because I got some stuff here that I didn't even know. Mitch says there's a cracker barrel. Uh hold on. Uh first of all, let's go to Dar- Darcel. Darcel says little scrappy at six flags. I wonder how hey, the story was. <laughs> that's hilarious, man. Uh hey Darcel, I was just uh I was passing through TV yesterday and I saw a little scrappy in a wheelchair rapping on uh wild and out I, I was like i was like wait a minute why is he in a wheelchair but his leg something was wrong with his leg i don't even know i just oh, <laughs> that was wow. funny though i, I just oh, saw wow. that yesterday it was obviously i think an older episode but yeah that was <laughs> and then this is what i didn't realize but it's probably true was that Dar- uh, mitch says that jersey has a cracker barrel in fact he says that there's one in hamilton which is uh that's further south for me um but good to know <laughs> hey, man. and there are some of the and yes i love cracker brown my wife and i are addicted Must man, be listen. pancakes man i'm telling you i'm telling <laughs> you now listen now the way it looks in there is my you know you walk in and you looking like us you might be like oh am i in the right place but <laughs> i guarantee when you sit down and you and you uh cut into that pancake man with that crispy edge i'm telling you it's all about the crispy edge it's over I might have to research. Darcel, no, Darcel, no. Yeah, yeah, man. And Mitch, Mitch said, um, "I have not met anybody famous." Um, well, the on way, the way, Mitch. On the way. Um, when you're just you just out and be, about. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you might be that famous person. Who knows? One day. That too. <laughs> uh, but I want to tell my story real quickly. Growing up in New York, especially if you either work or live in the city depending on where in the city you, uh, Manhattan, I mean, it really can be one of those different things. Oh, I got somebody on the line. I'm going to bring him up in a few, um, but I'm going to finish the story and just stay there right there. Uh, and thank you for calling into the show. Uh, but in regards to my, my story, um, what happened with me was we were eating out and this was my wife and I, there are also two of the couples, a couple that we just met and then our friends of ours. And we're eating at this restaurant in Manhattan 
Uh, I'll shout them out. Jacobs Pickle. Shout out Jacobs Pickle. One of the hugest, at least in, in New York, one of the hugest pieces of biscuits. Oh, my goodness. Like, they mm. literally just sell biscuits <laughs> in certain parts. Like They have an extension, I think, in um, uh, 34th Street. They just sell biscuits, right? And so oh, I know them. This is good. Oh man. So we had our daughter with us and she was, she was pretty young, like almost newborn, only baby in this restaurant. And she stole the show. Like when I say I stole the show, everybody, we're like in the center table. Everybody around us is looking at the, looking at our daughter and be like, Oh my gosh, she's so cute. Da, 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 right. Um, and, uh, and, <laughs> and it was one person said it and we turned around and it was Whoopi Goldberg and she was with her team. Yeah. And she literally like, oh, my gosh, that's the cutest thing. And she was like, um, and she was talking about how she had children our age as well. And we're like, oh, man, you know, and and it was it was who would have known. Yeah, it was a cool moment. Uh, But here's the cool thing about it was when we, um, you know, the manager came up to us, I believe it was the manager or the owner of the restaurant. He was like, they're giving us free stuff or giving us just extra stuff. We're like, wow. (laughs) <laughs> our friends like you gotta take your baby wherever you go um and i was like yeah no it's, it's totally cool but when we were going to leave we were asking for the check and the guy's like oh don't worry about it we'll be took care of you and she already left by then she literally just like to pay for our table and, and left so nobody can tell me anything wrong about Whoopi goldberg sister Act yeah because she she, <laughs> she 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 was she showed a level of kindness that she didn't have to that day uh and no, so that was that, wild right there man yeah, man, that's that's what happens sometimes with you. You got to boost her heart up, man. You got to let her know. You got to let her know. Listen, you are yeah. so beautiful. Whoopi, you, Whoopi Goldberg paid for our food because of you, girl, because of you. <laughs> yeah, I got to let, let the little one know. But that's, how, that's my crazy story. Um, you know, and then, that's um, wild. And then Darcel, he was saying something just nice. Listen, I feel wrong walking in, but the food makes it worth it. Those pancakes are amazing. I know barrel. what you mean. Yeah, bro. I know what he and, means. And Trey, you're right. Cracker Barrel is in that area. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> the quote, yeah. air quotes. Air, air quotes. I already know. Tight man. air quotes. Tight air quotes. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You feel away when you walk in. You're like, ah. Oh. I need a, I need a, I need to cover my face and my hood. I don't know if anybody needs to see me in here. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's gonna be a problem, but yeah. So, so yeah, go ahead and um, as we are talking, we're gonna be actually having a conversation today about legacy, right? Good morning, good morning. Good shout out to Grape Soda. Good morning, Grape Soda. Hey, good morning, uh, good, good morning. morning. I want to give a uh, I want to get Scott on the line because we got somebody in in on the line who's gonna share his story. Hold on one second, Scott. Let me bring you in, and then we could definitely have this conversation. All right. I got Scott on the line. What's up, brother? What's up, brother? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You sound loud and clear. Okay. All right, cool. So I got a little two-piece story. So uh, working in retail in my younger days, I worked at a spot called Man Alive. It was like an urban hip-hop store. So I had Mm. royalty come in all in one day. We had Devin the Dude, Scarface, and Jackie Jordan Kersey all come into the store. And I got to sell uh, Scarface and Devin the Dude the outfit. They were doing a concert in uh, Louisville at the time. Oh, so wow. that was that was pretty Yeah. And then I got to take pictures with all three of them. And then the other one, which was a funny story, was MJ, the legend himself, was here for Derby one day and was walking around the city. <laughs> a lady tried to take a picture with him. I take a picture of him. 
and his bodyguard came up and snatched the camera and threw it down and broke it. He <laughs> said, you got to pay and Yo. everybody bottles and everything they had to run up out of the spot, bro, because everybody was going crazy. Like, I can't believe you took our camera. They threw bottles wow. in that man. They was about, about to get jumped, boy. I'm telling you. Nah, it was it was hilarious. But you know, that's that's the goat, man. So you know, you got your love to MJ, but yeah, they were they were not <laughs> what that's yeah, crazy. Sir. <laughs> he almost got jumped because of his bodyguard. Yeah, okay. Oh, he said, and when he said MJ, just to make it clear, you're talking about Michael Jordan, not Michael Jackson, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Michael Jordan. Oh, my gosh. Well, man, Scott, thank you so much for calling into the show. I'm going to bring back Trey up so we can, so we can continue the conversation. But that, what do you got to say, Trey, about that? What do you got to say? <laughs> man, that's crazy, man. That's, look, if you Michael Jordan, I, you, I guess you can do it, bro. Like, you can do it if you him. And you tell your bodyguard, look, man, if you ain't, if they ain't paying, snatch their stuff and break it. Now, I will say, the camera. I don't know, I don't know exactly, I don't know what kind of camera that was, but if you breaking my camera, guess what? I'm getting somebody else's camera to show the damage that you just did, and uh, driving off in in one of them Jordan twenty three cars, whatever, whichever one it is, and I'm getting my money back plus more. <laughs> I'm about to be able to buy about two hundred thousand cameras after that, <laughs> bro. Yeah, you done broke. I, I'm. I don't know what I can look. I'm. I don't know the law, but I'm getting some. You know, you destroyed my my uh my my heart is hurt. Uh, what else? I need look. You embarrassed me in front of all these folks. I, I need money for that. I need I need money for that camera back, and then I need money to buy something uh either equal to or better than what I already had. I'm getting money for that. That's cold blood, bro. You broke the camera. You didn't even have to do that, man. You could have you could have just did like everybody else. I think yeah, everybody no, else, no, you know, no camera, you don't no want pictures, your, no pictures. either that or hey, give me that phone, go to that photo and delete it. And then you delete it out to the second part. But I, I don't know about smashing it. That's cold as ice, man. It's cold as ice. <laughs> exactly. You you know, you know. Oh man, <laughs> it's cold. It's real cold. Oh man, oh, I was able to get the Instagram people on here. So if y'all Instagram, hey, want to comment and join the show, you have to jump on to youtube.com forward slash at techniche tips or youtube.com forward slash at tech back trade. Is that the you're at? That's at it. Perfect. So if you want to comment, go ahead and do that there. But man, we're going to continue the morning show and we're going to talk about legacy here. Uh, specifically, we're going to talk about. A story that you actually found, Trey, uh, regarding an event that happened this weekend that we could definitely shine a light on. Yeah, I mean, just real briefly, man, um, when you talk about legacy and workplace legacy, you know, that that's where like, yo, you see people who have been somewhere and they've done something so great that the whole company comes in. Uh, you know, all these people, they're doing all this stuff for this one person because of the legacy that they left at that company, you know, changing major things, just doing great work or whatever. And um, I'm sure everybody saw, or maybe if you haven't, it's because it wasn't in your news cycle, but it came across mine and I was like, oh, that's crazy. Maybe we can talk about that in legacy. Um, but Rosalind Carter, man, the first lady of uh, Jimmy Carter's wife, who was a president, if you don't know, uh, <laughs> but basically she passed away uh, this weekend at 96 years old. And uh, one of the things that they were talking about is that her legacy, right, her legacy in mental health advocacy and just how she redefined 
the role of a president's spouse, right? You know, a lot of times when you think about the president's spouses uh, outside of Michelle Obama or something like that, you know, you, you just really see them as like, oh, that was his wife, right? It's like, yo, they didn't really do much. They sit there, they, you know, look pretty on photos, you know, or whatever the case may be. I didn't, I don't even know half of them or over half. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know their name, but um, more than likely this lady right here, she was one of the ones who, who kind of changed that for them and just really being a, a person who, Hey, I want to not only be a, a great supporter, right? Because um, they had some pieces in there where they said Jimmy Carter, like he described her as a pivotal partner, somebody who um, helped him make decisions and things like that. So she really kind of influenced that side of it as well. But then she had her own thing outside of him. So yeah, she would have definitely had a legacy on her own, right? Just being Jimmy Carter's uh, wife as the, you know, president's wife. But she went out and she was specifically focused on building something on her own that made a huge impact. And that was, you know, doing all of the 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 work inside of mental health advocacy. And then um, she was also apparently known as the Steel Magnolia, right? Uh, because she was a shy person or like, you know, didn't really talk a lot. But when it came to that political part or that advocacy part, um, apparently she could get in some, in some butt. Okay. Like she, she could go hard for, <laughs> she could go hard for the yeah. people and her humanitarian work. So um, it was just one of those things where her global humanitarian work, uh, it really uh, brought light to her as an individual. And I thought that was great because sometimes we can get caught up in the shadow of where we work, right? Like, yo, I am, I'm at Apple, man. You can't tell me nothing. I'm Apple down. Apple, you know, they, you, they the goats. They go there. I got everything is Apple. And, and then it's like, well, nowhere. yeah, exactly. But it's like, who are you outside of that? Or what can you build inside of Apple that you can have your own legacy? Um, you know, when you, when you're able to leave that place that they say like, yo, you know what, that man, that girl, she did her thing here. Uh, we gotta, we gotta do something. Yeah, no, I think it's a very important. In fact, that's a question that we have for everybody here. And go ahead and put it in the chat if you want, or you could call on the show. But what legacy do you want to leave? Uh, not only at your job, but also at your at your house, <laughs> with your kids, with your family, with your friends, with your neighbors. Uh, it's a challenging question for me, too, because even though I know where I want my, my, my family and, and, of course, my friends to think of me in a certain way and things of that nature, uh, holistically, who are you? You know, who are you as a person? And we were thinking about this. So go ahead and put it in the chat. I'm going to give you a minute or two to respond and put up your your thought, your 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 responses to that. But just even looking at her life, even her, the funny thing about it, the interesting thing about it is that her husband, now that I'm thinking about him, he was mm -hmm. really kind of like, that was his thing as a president or even after he was mm. president, the humanitarian effort. So it was like a collective heart that they had for this. Yes. And, and, and yeah, and it's true. Like that, that's his legacy, you know, even more than his presidency was what he did. Uh, on the Yo, that's awesome. Humanitarian side. Yeah. And so, oh, man, I'll be honest. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know much about the presidents, bro. I was that <laughs> I was, I was trash in school when it came to that. It was too many of them. <laughs> I was, I was like, 
I'm like, man, how can I? How am I going to pass this part of uh of the class, man? Social studies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, th- like that part of social studies. That was a lot, bro. Just learn it. I definitely don't. Um, I don't know how I passed it. I, I think I did so well in the other parts that those grades that brought it down a little bit didn't bring it down enough. I still was able to get a B or something in there. Um, yeah. Because I definitely couldn't come home with a C. But <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, man. Well, uh, as, they, as everybody's typing, I'm, I'm going to go into this other conversation because I recently had an interview yeah. with someone uh, named Jewel Love. He he is a business coach, career coach for those that are working in the tech industry or in business in general, uh, in corporate. And he specifically has a niche for black men. And he said he's, he's like, I, I stand on that, you know, because I, I definitely feel that and their voice needs to be heard. But he he specifically works with that group, that demographic. And what he does is really kind of help them go from six figures, whether it's around 150, 180, even 200,000, and scaling uh, in their business and their career to get to about seven figures. And so we had a conversation that if you want to go ahead and check out my channel, the live is there. His name is, again, is Jewel Love and so on and so forth. Actually, let me put Scott up here because the key asks the question, what legacy do you want to leave? And he says, Fighting for better care for veterans and mental health, et cetera. That's right. We had a conversation. It's necessary. That was, it is necessary. Scott and I had a conversation about that. And he has a lot of people in his family that are, that are, that have served, you know, and I have, you know, I know people that have served and that PTSD is real. Um, on other things Man, that come along with time. that. Yeah. Big time. Uh, Mitch, Mitch was uh, giving the support. He's like, I like that, you know, but that's a great question. Even if it's something that you don't get a chance to answer, in the chat, as you're thinking about your day or in your week, as we're going into the holidays, like what legacy do you want to leave? And um, and we're, when we were talking with, when I was talking with Jewel, he was talking more about the legacy that you want to kind of leave, or the way I kind of interpreted it was he was talking about a legacy that you could leave in your job, but also the brand that you could build, which is a part of your legacy. And he said he likes to break it down to like about four different pillars. So if you have saw, if you did see this episode, this is a refresher. If you have not, this is a great uh, precursor to you checking out that episode. Uh, in fact, I'm going to put it in the chat there. This is uh, the the four pillars. And it's taken from that interview. So go ahead. If you guys want to check that out later, the link is in the chat on YouTube. You can check that out. We talk about four different things. He said, you know, the four things you want to do in your career and in your job is one, you want to sell in your current role, right? You basically, whether whatever you're doing, you want to make sure that you're excelling and that you're standing out. It's the worst thing to say, like, yeah, I'm, not just to be in the job, but to, to kill it once you get there. He said, excel in your current role. And number two, he says, is internal marketing campaign. So what that means is that he, he encourages people to promote one's value to key players in the professional sphere, you know, uh, stresses the importance of having professionally crafted personal brand. So, with that, but what basically what the way I interpret it is that you can, when you're going into your job, your role that you have, you're networking with within people within that group, and the and you're starting to get a, a reputation for for something or another. So your reputation might be like, oh man, Joe, I'm gonna just use myself for example. Uh, Joe is always you know reliable. You could count on him, you know, or your internal brand could be. <laughs> Yeah, he he's always calling out for work. He's always on vacation doing something. So yeah, don't 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 give that to him because he may not be able to do it. And I might make a video uh, talking about these four personal these four pillars because I definitely have experienced them uh, for myself. 
And I know that these are actually stuff that work. Uh, number three was professional development. He basically says how you could develop yourself professionally. Um, and, and this involves setting and achieving large, medium, and even small goals and focus on, on continuing learning and development of a chosen field. And lastly was networking. And this is more external, but uh, externally networking with others, uh, whether it's on LinkedIn, people that you might meet at a networking event, and really trying to find a way to to get yourself out there. But these are the type of things that he says can lead to uh, to basically growing uh, personally and expanding uh, who you are and leaving a positive legacy uh, at your job and also one for your career. Um, any thoughts on that, y'all? Go ahead and put it in the chat. But while you're doing that, uh, or you could call again. Maybe you call into the show, but while you're doing that, I'm going to pass it to Trey. Yeah, bro. I mean, that was that was amazing. No, nah, bro. Like, if you take those four things right there, and you focus on those while you're doing the best you can at your job, there's no way. There's no way you can't leave impact. Yeah. Like it's it's going to be there. For one, I, I mean that last one, bro. Even if you just focused on building those great relationships. When you leave, it's gonna be hard. Like they're they're gonna they're gonna be like, man, we uh, what can we do? <laughs> like, <keep> going, <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta keep them here, or, or all right, we gotta throw we gotta throw something for him. We gotta we gotta do something to show him how much we appreciate his time being here or her time being here. So, um, and if you do those others, it it yeah, it's just no way, bro. That's good. I love it. I yeah. love it. Ain't no way. And I'm going to go to Darcel right here in the comment section. He basically said, I want the next generation to be better than us. I frequently pour into others, especially the younger crowd, to help them give to help give them the gem, give them gems that I didn't get until later in life. I agree. I believe that's all of us. If we're older, if we are yeah. people that if we have people, young people around us pouring back into them and saying, hey, do this, do that. You know, I did that. Oh, I, you know, I can tell you that's not the right path to go. That's a great, that's a great, great point. And I think that you definitely, yeah, that's, you're absolutely right about that. Same, bro. That's my, that's my crowd as well. I, I actually, I, I really have a heart for the kids and the children, man, I, because that's, that's what you can change, bro. People, I mean, I'm not going to cap most adults. I'm not going to say all, but most adults, they're already setting their ways. Like it's going to take, It'll take an act of God. It'll take something like crazy going on in their lives for them to really make like a true change for mm -hmm. real. Not everybody, but most. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to the children, man, you still got a chance with them. You still got like you, you still could make that one comment that changes everything for them. You still could, you know, do that one thing that changes the trajectory of the trajectory of their life. And um, yeah, I really go hard for the children because it's, Man, it's hard out there for them today. I mean, I know you hear the adults like older than us say it, but for real, for real, they got a lot. They got a lot that they got to deal with right now. So um, yeah. it's always good to be that positive light for them. Yeah. And in fact, I want to ask a question to, to the audience. It's like, what, what pillar resonates with you the most? Uh, the pillars that we talked about, I'm going to say it again. They're Excel in current role, internal marketing campaign, professional development, what, which one of those four pillars resonate with you the most that you're like, yeah, this is something that I either I want to work on. I want to get better at, you know, what, what would you say? And I'm going to put it on the, in the comment section there so that you guys can see it better, but yeah, go ahead. Let us know which one resonates with you the most. 
In fact, I might create a little poll later on talking about the same thing because I think that it's always good to get people's opinion on that. For me, that internal marketing is 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 real. You know, internal marketing is definitely real. It's something that we should definitely talk about. But we, you know what? We actually did ask somebody, Trey, about this. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. Uh, of course you do remember. You were there. Uh, we asked ChatGPT about this. <laughs> and That's right. ChatGPT gave, gave us some thoughts. So I'm going to pass it to you to let the audience know exactly what did ChatGPT say about this subject that we're talking about now. Yeah, y'all already know we got the subject, the, the segment, Ask Chat GPT anything. And we asked him, we, we asked him, her, whatever it is, uh, the machine, what boundaries should I have with my, or, I'm sorry, y'all, <laughs> I'm tripping, I'm tripping. We asked, we asked Chat GPT, how can we build a better workplace legacy, right? And it gave us, it gave us some things. I'm going to put out three of them. Right. So uh, the first one, we have mentorship and legacy. Right. And it said mentor and guide others. Sharing your knowledge and experience helps others grow and also cements your role as a leader. And this one is cre- it's key. It's key because, you know, what good is it to have all the information if you're not going to share it? Right. If you have a way to build others in sales, why are you not helping those others who are just now starting out or who are behind you? It's not going to hurt you. Uh, sometimes people hoard information and they don't realize the best way to get the message out, the best way to grow you as an individual is to give it out, give it out for free. So that's number one. Number two, it said public speaking and publication, right? So sharing your insights through public speaking, writing articles, publishing research, YouTube or shows, right? <laughs> uh, and all of this increases your visibility and establish uh, establishes you as a thought leader. So that one was a huge one as well. Um, Chat GBT nailed it on the head. Like when you can, again, it, it went with the first one. When you can share what you know, there are other people who want to know this information or don't have access to it, right? Like we just saw earlier, Darcel, he was like, you know, he's trying to get that information to the next generation when you're able to do that it you don't know the impact that it has or you know that butterfly effect those ripples that it can lead to um and so it's key it's key to do and then uh the last one um was long-term vision and when you have a long-term vision for your career and your workplace y'all it um work towards it consistently this helps in making decisions that align with building a lasting legacy. And one thing for sure, um, when I thought about this one, Joseph, I had uh, I had a, a thought and I was like, yo, I need to I got to put this in there. Um, but he, uh, when you have a long term vision, you're able to see like, yo, this is where my path is going now. And this is where it can go if I make some tweaks. And it, it made me think about. Um, how many of y'all know about like the dynamite and um, you know, anyways, this guy named Alfred Nobel, Alfred Nobel. He was a ridiculously wealthy uh, Swedish scientist. Um, He was a a chemical engineer and he basically, he earned all his money from developing and designing explosive weapons. 
for them to use. And that's what this guy was going to be known for, like dynamite. Like if you if you know what dynamite is, right? Dynamite. If you know what that is, this guy is the reason why. And <clears throat> he was already set in the history books as an inventor of dynamite. Like that's what he was going to be known for. But in 1888, his brother died. And his brother's name was Ludwig. I don't know how they mixed this up. I guess it was 1888. Okay, they don't, they didn't have the the best technology. But basically, a newspaper confused both of the brothers, and they ran an obituary for Alfred, and they called him the Merchant of Death, a man who became rich by finding ways to kill more people faster than ever before. Now, because he heard that, he realized like he realized like yo. This is what they're going to say about me. Like, this is what my legacy is. I can't have it. So he basically, he spent the rest of his life uh, trying to avoid that type of legacy, right? That type of obituary. And he came up, right? He he revised his, um, his will to leave over 90% of his fortune um, to... Uh, at, uh, basically, that ended up being like roughly $250 million worth of money. Um, but he left that to establish what is now known for an award that they give to individuals or organizations that make significant contributions to promoting peace and resolving conflict. Right. It recognizes outstanding efforts to foster peace, diplomacy and conflict resolution. Y'all, he basically changes his outlook and his life to be the creator of the Nobel Peace Prize. And we all know what that is. And so that other legacy was left behind. And now he was able to change the trajectory of that vision he had for his life. All because of that one person who wrote that obituary. So, you know, he had he had luck on his side. He was able to see like, oh, this is what they're going to say about me. Let me let me do something about that. Let me change that. Um, And we do, too. Right. So we can do the same thing. Joseph, you have you. Oh, yeah, oh, Mer- yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was thinking about what you just said about being the merchant of death. Like, wow, from being Bro. the merchant of death to now being the person that created the Nobel Peace Prize. That's a that's a quite a that's a that's a huge difference. <laughs> Night and day, bro. Night and day. But it it took some work on his part. He had to see that long term vision. He had yeah. the network. He had that's to, crazy. you know, he had to get out there. Bro, that's crazy. <laughs> that's just crazy. Oh man. Well, yeah, definitely, y'all. Let us know what your what your thoughts are on that. Again, we're talking about legacy here today. And I love the answers that we've gotten already about what people yeah. are saying. Uh you know, it's really one of those things where you really want to kind of just like uh really kind of it's something to kind of marinate marinate on, really, you know. Uh, I know that um uh, I actually got a response here from Mitch. He basically was saying that networking, that is the area that he kind of focuses on the most in regards to growing and developing uh, is, the, is the networking. So if you, if you guys have any thoughts on this topic, feel free to comment or go ahead and do what Scott did and call in. Scott, if you want to come back, you're always welcome to come back to talk about this subject as, as I know you're driving, so be careful. But if you want to come back and 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 and, and talk about it, we could definitely bring you back on. Um, but yeah, so, so what, what are your, your thoughts on that? Like, what are your thoughts in regards to, man, you know, this legacy that I'm trying to create or establish, you know, and it's, what am I trying it's to do? It's not a, 
Yeah, it's not it's not something that's that's easy either, right? Like you gotta not at all. Sometimes you guys sometimes you gotta sit down and really think about that. But you gotta yeah. cut out the noise and you know, really mm-hmm. sit down and make that plan and then make it plain and then go execute. Cause it, it's not you know, it's not just willy nilly. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you sometimes yeah. you gotta put that work in. It's definitely not. But what, what what you said about his story made me really think, you know, sometimes we do things for profit and it could it could negatively impact us. Right. Yes. Um, Yo. And sometimes we do things, you know, for for like a passion project and it can it could have a resounding effect. A positive is a resounding effect, you know, that impacts so many different people. Um, but man, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great conversation that we're going to have. In fact, as you guys are putting your information in your chat, I just wanted to kind of like, I was just thinking about that. Like, like I was just thinking about the fact that, you know, legacy is something that we all are going to have, whether we realize it or not. Yeah, It's not like you can escape it. It's all about <laughs> being intentional about how you form it or how, how you are t- intentional about developing it. Because like you said, that was his obituary. So everybody, you know, by the, you know, when we pass away, we're going to have an obituary and that is basically going to be a culmination of our legacy and what is going to be said about us. Yeah, man. Sometimes we don't want to think about death. Obviously we want to think about life more than death, but it For really sure. does have something that we need to really kind of f- f- focus in on, you know, that's uh, the thing. nobody, nobody thinks about it. Nobody yeah. wants to think about it. It's a it's a dark shadow cast over. It. Fair enough, but ultimately we got to, right? Like or else, um, either you're writing either you're writing that, right? Based on how you navigate and how you strategically plan to get it done, or somebody else is gonna write it for you, mm. and then it's just left up. It's just left up to chance. Yeah, you know, like it's not uncommon that people that you work with are are there. You know, or like if you were um, I can remember a guy who had a a big impact at a company that I worked with. He he um, he suffered from like um, passing out like at random times. I can't remember what it was or anything or seizure. It might have been. I I can't really remember. This was this was maybe like five or six years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately, he it was that the wrong time. It happened one time and he was driving and, you know kind of came to his demise but basically man um it was probably about 500 four or five hundred of us there wow i'm talking about from work right now i, I worked with 1200 people it easily could be about 350 to 400 of us it was a huge church but one the the main thing that i get out of that or you know that i'm talking about here is that yo, know, he had an impact at his job enough so that these people decided to include myself to go to his fin- like then you don't know this guy outside of work like that. Right. But yeah. it wasn't just his family. There is what I'm saying. Mm. There were people from his job. So you are making, like you said, regardless, whether you know it or not, you yeah. are leaving a legacy. You are writing um, your book in some kind of capacity It's just, mm. are you intentional about it? Mm. Intention is like, exactly that like are are you intentional about what you do or are you just haphazardly letting it get built yeah it may it may work out for you i don't know i'm just saying yeah it may yeah man 
Yeah, I actually got Scott on the line. I'm going to try to bring us hey. all up at the same time. I'm just going to he's going to keep his camera off. Uh, but yeah, go ahead, Scott. You're on. You're on the line now. Hey, brother. Um, I guess for me, it's like networking and the internal one because, like, for me, I find that a lot of times, kind of like what me and you talked about the other day, like you know that brag book. Like you know, you hear people talk about that now in tech about building the brag book. I never thought about doing a brag book. I just did stuff because I care. You know what I mean? Like I went through and, you know, my earlier stages with a different company, you know, like I told you, I went through, we had 30 different providers and I went through and learned every single one of them's quirks. And, you know, I was asked by administration one day to basically become the the trainer because I knew every single doctor, what everybody wanted, how they wanted it. And so whenever we had new hires brought in, I was the one that had a teacher, even though I wasn't a so-called trainer, I was the one that had to teach everybody because I knew how every doctor wanted to be. And it's just like, when I decided to leave, like, it was like, a, a, like you said, kind of a free for all. but I was like, hold on, what the hell you mean you're leaving? Why? What's going on? What happened? I didn't think nothing about it. I didn't think, you know, I knew I was cool with a lot of the doctors, but I didn't think I had that type of impact. Because all I knew was I was doing my job. I cared about my patients. I made sure my patients were happy. I made sure my doctors were happy. I just did what I thought I was supposed to do. And when I left, it just created, like a, like you said, a, a frenzy. Like, what can we do? What can we do? It's like, no, nah, this is just something I feel like I need to do. And, like, they tried their best to <laughs> talk me into, we'll do whatever you want. We know we've had some things happen. We'll, we will fix it. We will this. We will that. It's not about that. It's just something I feel like I need to do. But I had no idea that I made that type of impact. So that's my thing now is just realizing, you know, what do I actually bring to the table and Mm -hmm. how to elevate that and accentuate that in any role that I take, any, you know, place that I go to make sure that I am leaving that impact because ultimately, like you talked about earlier, I have a heart for veterans. So ultimately, that's my thing. No matter what I, I do, I eventually want to branch out and do my own thing, start a business that caters to our our nation's military and vets and helping them get the help that they need. I don't necessarily want like the limelight from it. Yeah. He it's more or less just doing it in the shadows and just knowing that, you know, like my small circle of family and friends, you know, know I'm a part of it. I don't really want or care about the world knowing I do it. It's just like just to be able to have that vet that you know, they, they get their check, but they can't, they don't have enough to buy all their groceries. I can just cut a check and give them a check to get their groceries. They got a surgery coming up and, you know, their VA bill ain't going to cover everything. I can work with different, you know, different organizations and know that, you know, this person has the surgery coming up. They're going to be short five grand. I can cut a check and they can have their surgery. They don't have to know I did it. <laughs> you know, none of that. Like, I don't really care about that stuff. I just know in my own heart, you know, what I want to do because of what I saw my uncle go through coming back from Korea and Vietnam and the stories that I heard what he went through and what he had to deal with. And, you know, it just for what they do, they don't get all the help that they need and they Mm -hmm. deserve. And that's my whole thing is just be able to be in a position, make the money that I can get a company started, do my own thing and do stuff that I wish my uncle would have been able to get. And some of my cousins and be able to be able to be that person that, you know, I can help somebody. I know I can't help everybody, yeah. but the ones I can help, I want to. And that's that's my thing now at 43 is make this transition, pivot, 
get in here, start making this tech money and use that to transition into a side hustle that can hopefully be able to, you know, God willing, let me do what I feel like, you know, my purpose is, is to give back to the vets and give back to our nation's military for the sacrifices that they make for us to be able to live the life that we live and be free. Don't get me wrong. Our country ain't, ain't all peaches and, and cream and roses, but damn it, we got it. Better than, we got better than most, whether people want to admit it or not. We oh, got yeah. it better than most right. here. <laughs> we got it better right. than most. So that's my, my little soapbox, brother. No, that's for real, man. Uh, uh, appreciate that for real. Cause I mean, I, I said too, sometimes, man, you know, people hate paying the taxes and stuff like that, but I'll be real. I'll pay them because somebody has to be on the aircraft carrier while I'm uh, up or not up, but while I'm asleep at night, like when Mm. I'm, when I'm knocked out in the bed, somebody's on that aircraft carrier looking out, you know, they up trying to make sure nothing's happening over here. And so, you know, I know I'm not personally, I'm not called to do that. I'm not led to do that. I I never had the the thought to want to do that. Um, and I know that there are people who do. And so for that, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. And Scott, thank you for so much for, for sharing. It's one of those things that really is, uh, you know, that's, that's exactly what it is, what we're talking about legacy, right? It's, it's one of those things where it's really a, a passion project, something that's really near and dear to your heart that really makes a great impact, you know, like the Nobel Peace Prize. You know, now that's something that we reckon now everybody who is in something similar to what you're looking to do is being recognized for it because somebody decided to say, hey, I want to be more, known more for peace than for dynamite uh, for Facts. being the <laughs> the death merchant. That <laughs> was really? crazy. That's a crazy thing. Bro, that, that, was really that line is crazy. Yeah. Wow, man. That, that writer, that, whoever that right, whoever that writer was, was cold blooded. Like, I mean, he, he was he was good with that pen, man. <laughs> yeah yeah well thank you so much scott really appreciate yeah. you jumping on the show and, and being here with us of course i appreciate the opportunity and you know everything that you brothers are doing man it's it's just awesome to to be a part of this and, and watch you guys grow man I, you know i've been with y'all for a minute now man and i've been with each, each one of y'all individually and now collectively and just to see what you are doing for the community not even just the tech community but our community it's just amazing, and I'm just blessed to be a part of it. So much love to y'all, and thank y'all for everything. Yo, thank appreciate you. you, Scott, bro, you for real. Well. Thank you as well. And, man, and so that, you know, this is this has been a great conversation, and we want to keep the conversation rolling. So go ahead and reach out to us. Uh, go ahead and, if you, like I said, refer, for, for if you ha- are on LinkedIn, Go ahead, like, comment, and share this with others. But also, if you're on YouTube, whether you're watching on my channel or Trace, go ahead, like, comment, share, and subscribe as well. Especially if this is resonating with you. And uh, yeah, man, I think this is a this is a really good conversation. I I actually I don't want to pivot, uh, but I think it's <laughs> I think it's a good thing because it's legacy is important, right? When it comes in all shapes forms and sizes and we got our brown box special y'all a round box special and if you guys mm. rock with us for a minute you know what this round box special is all about this is basically a story of someone that was let go fired for something that was not the best decision that they were supposed to make <laughs> and uh if you have any of those stories it don't have to be your own but if you have any of those stories feel free to jump on and you can even call in and share your story or you can write in the comment section about somebody you know 
that was Lego uh, because they did something crazy. And I'm uh, going to read this one that we have right here. Uh, thank you for BuzzFeed for providing the story. I really appreciate you for all the work that you do. Uh, yes. <laughs> but basically, the story goes like this. I worked in maintenance at a beach resort. One of the housekeepers managed to get her son a job as a quote unquote runner, someone who would collect dirty laundry after the housekeeper stripped the beds. She was actually worried when he started working because I guess he'd had a bad track record with other jobs. About three days after he started working, his mother confronted him about his new expensive looking athletic shoes and a gold chain around his neck. And the rest is history. <laughs> Bruh. I mean, you you ain't even had a legacy. check yet. No, man. <laughs> how, how you pop? How you popping up in your mama house with a new with a new gold chain, and you haven't even got the check yet? She know where you was just right before that, man. You can't you even already say that. got the gold chain. And you can't even say like tips or anything like that. You're doing it after the guests leave. Come you on, know. bro. That's that's cold blood. Here's here's problem number one. Problem number one, bro. She knew her son before she got him on. Oh yeah, she knew her son, bro. That's why she was. That's why she was worried. She was worried when he started working because she knew probably he had a bad track. Or the person said he probably had a bad track record. She knew that man. That's your son. Why are you getting him on at your job? I'm sorry, but there's no way. There is no way. Hey, no you're, not to, you're not about to you're not about to mess up my reputation. My and got people looking exactly got people yeah. looking at me crazy. Oh, she's just the mother of that guy that was stealing stuff. That, that's it. That, that's what you're known for now. Yeah, that's which is sad. It's not her. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, like that's what Mitch said. She knew his legacy up to that point. <laughs> that's it, bro. And, he, and she should have said, hey, you're going to have to go somewhere else. You need to get at McDonald's or, I mean, like somewhere else. You're not getting on with me. Yeah. And they said he hit them with the Azelle from Friday. I'll just take these shoes. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> oh, Pat this down. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get that up off you. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, hey, Scott, Scott, he's supposed to be going in after the guest lead. He going in the rooms while the guest's still there. Yeah, Come facts. on, man. Facts. Come on, Shoes man. Shoes and a gold chain. Yeah, Come on, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe some, maybe somebody left that by mistake, but uh, it's possible. It is possible, but he, he hitting them up, man. Yeah, he, he, he like, like <laughs> what you doing back there? Man? You cornbread, <laughs> he's just cornbread, just taking it. <laughs> yeah, little fact. God, dog. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Do you have any brown box special stories, family? Go ahead and put it in the chat. If actually, better yet, hit us up on LinkedIn and send it to us, and it, we'll basically look it over. And if we, if anything, we'll have it ready to go for the next episode uh, if we deem it uh, a great one. It doesn't have to be a long one either, but if you have a great brown box special story, it could be somebody you know. It don't got to be yourself. But uh, if, you, if you have a story that you want to share, then then we could definitely talk about it and share it here. Um, and sometimes it doesn't have to be a, a one that even is a person's fault because Trey and I had a conversation the other day, uh, yesterday, about somebody that got let go, and it was not their fault at all. In fact, it, the job did them dirty. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, no. So that was uh, Scott's funny. So you be eating corn, huh? 
Oh man, I, me, I like corn, but uh, <laughs> but well, you, that was a funny part of the movie life. Yo, you want your cornbread? He's like, what? Oh no, Scott. Scott was talk, Scott was talking about Ezel, Ezel from Friday. Oh, Ezel. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, when he's back there with when he's back there looking at Smokey, take that dump. <laughs> what you? Oh, what, I didn't make the connection. Asking what he was doing back there? Yeah, he was asking what he was doing back there. <laughs> so you be eating corn. <laughs> okay, now that's funny. Yeah, there's a layer of funny to that though. Oh no, thank y'all. Thank that that's that's funny. That's funny for sure. Uh well well family, we want to say thank you again for rocking with us every Monday morning. And let me just let, let me just discuss the plan with y'all just so you guys know what we're looking to do. We're looking to really build this thing out. I'm gonna pull back the curtain a little bit. Uh oh, before I do, I got Scott on. Uh, and he's going to share, I think, a brown box special story. Go ahead, Brother Scott. Bring it back. Bring it back. All right, brother. The last one. Yeah, yeah, I know I work in medical, so I got thousands of these. The last mm-hmm. one about was a cleaning crew. I knew that one of the buildings I worked at. So the cleaning crew had been coming in. People kept saying stuff had been had come up missing. Couldn't I figure what was going on? Well, one of the, uh, <laughs> the, the building managers stayed behind one day and caught the cleaning crew at somebody's desk they had jimmy this girl's uh desk drawer lock open and had opened up her brand new bag of donuts <laughs> it was eating her do- <laughs> eating her donuts at the desk brother instead of cleaning they was cleaning out the bag <laughs> bro <laughs> the donuts <laughs> yes brother come on man broke into the, they broke into the deck on desk drawer got the donuts and then also took some money so tearing yeah. them up Needless to say, the whole crew got uh, excommunicado. <laughs> they had to get a whole new cleaning crew come in. But yeah, it's just Bruh. like, how crazy can you be? The drawer is locked. You you are that hungry that you had to break somebody's desk drawer to get in to get their donuts? Right. Donuts, man. I see it. Caught, you, caught you powdered handed, bro. Right, exactly. Powder all over the face. Right. <laughs> Freeze, come oh, on, man. You, 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 made the, you made the fingerprint uh, process easy as hell. <laughs> super, <laughs> super easy. <laughs> super easy. Like, I don't even have to get a brush. Right. Guilty as charged. Right. Just craziness, bro. I'm like, what is, what is wrong with y'all? Like, it cannot be that hard up for you. To have to steal money and donuts, like yeah, that's... you stealing the money. Just take the money and go get food. Now, don't break in somebody's drawer and get do- get donuts too. Come yeah. on, the donuts was too easy. They was right there, bro. Right. They was right there. They had to do it. Right, that's insulting. That, that don't make sense. They <laughs> don't. Ain't uh, no way. All right, man. Y'all take care. Yo, you too. You, you too. Thank you, man. Thank you for rocking with us and, and jumping on, man. <laughs> <laughs> caught caught you uh uh white powdered handed <laughs> like powdered handed <laughs> powdered handed all right well we're gonna we'll, we'll be going we're not finna be with you long as they say uh <laughs> but one thing i wanted to say and trey if you want to jump on this you can jump on this as well uh we're looking to build this thing out right and what i mean by that is uh we are looking to add more days to the show but we just we're, we're working on some things and w- once that time comes we're going to announce a few things and we're going to have you be participants to help us build out the show um and so and so that time will come we'll keep you posted but keep on the lookout just know that when you like comment subscribe and share it is helping us to get to our goal so so keep on the lookout and we'll definitely be talking with you more about that y'all but uh but yeah i just wanted to say thank you this is thanksgiving week yeah. I do hope, hope you guys have a great one, and we will see you next week, Monday, 
after you, you have eaten, maybe went a little shopping. We'll see you next week, Monday. Yes, sir. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep saying. We'll let's know. Same time, same place. The same. number one tech morning talk show in the world. Talk that tech, man. We're going to see y'all in the next one. I like that. That's, that, that, that. You can close it out every every day like that, every time like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. you. All right, family. Till next time. Take care, y'all.